Welcome back to another episode of the Cold Comedy Show. How you doing out there, America and around the world? Thank you for listening to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm your host, Ricky Cole. Man, we got a great show today. Let me talk to you about what's going on in the Republican Party and our government. They threw out Liz Cheney out of some committee that, you know, leadership that we didn't even know existed. And on top of all of that, Liz Cheney standing up and saying what they're saying to American people is a big lie. But meanwhile, you got 47 states trying to expand that white supremacy lie called Jim Crow. Now, this is what we're dealing with here in America, right? This is our country. Now, I'm listening to some C-SPAN and finding out how real America really thinks. And I realized, listening to these people, that America is one dumbass country. Especially the citizens in this country who think that Donald Trump was a qualified president. After four years of seeing this man embarrassing the United States on the world stage, trying to kill us from a, with, uh, with mismanaging of a virus, and didn't give a fuck if black lives lived or died. You look at Liz Cheney voting record. She voted with Trump 100% of the time. She stood for everything Trump stands for. So Liz Cheney's walking away, not because she's not down with the Republican Party. Well, the so-called Republican Party, because this now this new party has taken over the Republican. That mega party is nothing more than fascist. You know, you can look at Roger Stone and the Boogaloos and the Three Percenters and their supporters. They're mostly fascist and Southern segregationists. But see, this is, this is not the first time it happened in America. See, Liz Cheney believed in the Ronald Reagan version of America, and what blows my mind, they threw you out, Liz. They threw you the fuck out. They censored you. But the media keeps saying Liz Cheney is doing the right thing, which I give it to her. She's, she's really fighting an internal fight that everything she was taught when she was a child is a fucking lie. Fiscal conservatism. Um, you know, all of that shit. They be talking about America this, America first. Any fucking slang they can think of to keep ignorant people down. She was down with. Why do you think they put Donald Trump in that White House? See, this is a rich man's game, and these rich fuckers don't even give a fuck about old man Dick. That's why they fucking, you know, showing that, fuck you, Dick. Look what we're doing to your daughter. Look what we're doing to your daughter. Now, she's out there confused and conflicted, thinking, Oh, my God, we must tell the, the truth. You've been lying for fucking 50 years. So what the fuck are you going to think they're going <laughs> to... You got a news platform that lies to these people every night and get away with it. You guys got judges in your back pockets. When I say our democracy is done for... It's done for. Fascists is at our front door. They at the back door. You have Republican representatives and senators who sits in office passing laws to destroy democracy by taking voting rights away from minorities. This is, man, this is the old playbook of segregation. You know? And so, on the Cold Comedy Show, I have to tell you guys, this is what's going on. So when you hear someone say they don't believe that Trump lost the election, 
you're dealing with an organization that has $24 million to pay lawmakers to pass their racist segregation law. And they're prominent, wealthy, white people who's manipulating the system because they have a problem from being children. See, when you look at Liz Cheney, you listen to her, she's talking out of both sides of her mouth. Because I'm going to play some of that today. You're going to see how conflicted she is. Fiscal conservative Ronald Reagan, America. Hey, Liz, Ronald Reagan was a fucking racist. He learned from Richard Nixon. That's not just outright. Let's do dog whistles. And the Republican Party been dog whistling all the way to now. To now. So for those out there who don't like socialism or democratic policies or or um, Bernie Sanders, you down with fascism? Speaking of fascism, before I play this tape about people who, I mean, about people who really don't want to Except that Donald Trump really lost because people said, fuck this, this man is killing us. He's mismanaging the fucking virus. He's mismanaging America. He's making us look like a fool on the world stage. Why the fuck should we keep him in office? Think about it. We lost 500 and some thousand people. Under Donald Trump, watch, it was almost 300,000 people dying. That day was telling us. Yet, Ron DeSantis and the rest of those right-wing Nazis and segregationists, they did not give a fuck. They said, oh, go back to work. They didn't want to give a fuck if people was in food lines. But 70 million of you dumb fucks went out there and voted for him. Why? Because he did a good job. He was doing a damn good job killing us. Black lives don't matter. I said that earlier when I said black lives don't matter to Republicans. But we have some fucking kiss asses in there. I'm not going into that. I did it on the last podcast, Tim Scott and the rest of those ass kisses. But what I'm saying is, we're in trouble as Americans. When half of America thinks, with broadcasting lies and misinformation, the Republicans are down with it, their voters really think that this election was stolen. Now that's when democracy dies. That's how democracy dies. Put it like that. That's how democracy dies in front of your eyes because half of us want to take our masks off and sit in a restaurant and fucking go to a TV show or a show or whatever you fuck you want to do with your life. Hang out with your cousins, kiss grandma, but you have blinders on. And this blinders is through our media's not being honest with us. That's the problem. They know. From day one, that Donald Trump wasn't qualified. But these same ones who fund these secret big packs of money fucking also send their messages through their networks that they own. They want to kill democracy. And this is how they're killing it. It's legal for them to count votes in Pennsylvania two days after the election on November 3rd? Yes. You're wrong. Go. I don't even want to talk to you. I believe that Donald Trump won the election. I believe that they tried to steal the election. 
I've seen too much pieces of different evidence so far that shows that at this point I would be okay with a revote. Really? Yeah, absolutely. When you have video footage of people taking bags of ballots and showing that they are for Donald Trump and lighting them on fire. I helped write a fact check on CNN on, on that particular video. The election officials said that video has been going around for a few days. Uh, they are print-out ballots. They're not real ballots. You, so you use the information of the election officials. Somebody like me comes along, tries to research it, tries to fact-check it. And they won't believe it. You hear that, right? You know why they think that way? Because Fox News, Newsmax News, one right-wing propaganda machine, where they beam that misinformation into your head, but... I mean, into your head by watching that television and listening to the bullshit of Tucker Carlson and the rest of them, always asking you, do you think America really is, is a racist country or some dumb shit that these think tanks come up with? See, now you see why Dick Cheney's daughter is leaving, is confused. Because them people are confused. And that's what they want. They want American people who are confused and stupid and not paying attention that our democracy is going to end if we don't fucking wake the fuck up. They're passing laws. After this, after all the shit Donald Trump did to this country for four years, only thing he did in this country would give the rich everything they want. Tax cuts. They didn't want to pay for nothing to help no working class American, white or black, they use us against each other like pawns in a fucking chess game. And you look at Liz and the media give her praise for standing up to Trump finally after she voted with that dude 100% of the time. And you seen how quick that little elite chick couldn't wait to take Liz's spot. She's Ivy, educated, stupid, Xanax-taking crazy bitch. When someone that, knowing what she's doing is wrong, for opportunity, she'll suck anyone's dick. That's how nasty she is. She know that Donald Trump did not win that election, but she's down with Trump 100% because these people that I just played is down with the lies 100%. They're using these people to keep their people in power. Why they pass these secret laws at night or in the afternoon. Have black representatives being locked up. Why they drink and smile at their cocktail parties. We're in trouble, America. We're in trouble. Check this out. Hunter Jones with an exclusive new video from Documented about a right-wing group leading the GOP's war on voting. I have one message for him. Do not wait to sign that bill. If you wait even an hour, you will look weak. This bill needs to be signed immediately. You're watching Jessica Anderson. We know that the fraud is real. We know that it can be proven. These choices really show that the swamp is alive and well. The left is using this basically as psychological warfare. A former Trump administration official, and now the executive director of Heritage Action for America, talking to top donors in Tucson, Arizona in late April. She's telling them about a meeting she had with Georgia Governor Brian Kemp 
just three days before the Georgia legislature passed a sweeping bill rolling back voting access in that state. The state legislature in Georgia got it done, and you can help own this and cheerlead this if you sign it quickly. Do not delay. But according to the video, Heritage Action did much more than just advocating for the bill. Iowa was the first state that we got to work in, and we did it quickly and we did it quietly. Honestly, nobody noticed. At the end of the day, the bill that Governor Kemp signed and the Georgia legislature marshaled through had eight key provisions that Heritage recommended. This leaked video reveals how Heritage is leading a massive right-wing campaign to suppress voting rights in key battleground states like Georgia, Arizona, Florida, and Iowa just this year. We're working with these state legislators to make sure they have all of the information they need to draft the bills. In some cases, we actually draft them for them or we have a sentinel on our behalf give them the model legislation so it has that grassroots, you know, from the bottom up uh, type of vibe. While these bills are being sold as protecting quote-unquote election integrity, the real purpose seems to be to help Republicans win elections. They plan to spend $24 million over the next two years in Michigan, Michigan Nevada, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Texas, Pennsylvania, and beyond to quote-unquote right the wrongs of November. And we are going to take the fierce fire that is in every single one of our bellies to right the wrongs of November, to right the, right the wrongs of the mistreatment against these men and move it into other states. The Heritage Foundation is one of the best funded think tanks in Republican circles. They write the policy and their sister organization, the dark money group Heritage Action, makes it happen. From writing and advocating these anti-democratic bills to leading the effort to block the For the People Act in Congress, Heritage is weaponizing Trump's big lie to motivate their donors and their base to strip Americans of their fundamental right to vote. To read my story with investigators. Now, you hear what he said, right? To strip your rights to vote. See how this big dark money, this is what they're doing with their tax money, their tax break, excuse me. All of that time, they wanted tax cuts to do what? Buy politicians to fuck our democracy up? This is what the rich is doing. That girl felt pretty proud standing in front of those white racist men and tell them, we're going to fucking bring Jim Crow and segregation back and apartheid back to America. Yes, we're going to win because we don't want everyone eating at the same table. What I mean by that, they do not want working class people to have right. That's why they got rid of the jobs. That's why they always putting on TV, Wall Street. Wall Street is doing good. You should be doing good. And you got food lines. Damn it, if this virus didn't teach you something, you a fool. This virus exposed every rotten thing about America and what's going on around the world. The rise of fascism. Donald Trump was the puppet that these fascists wanted to take over America with. That's why McCarthy, that's why all these Republicans voted not to impeach them. They voted saying that this election was a fraud. If you don't see what's going on, you will wake up in 2026 in another fucking country. What we took for granted, our rights will be gone. 
And the southern white man and the northern fascist is doing it, not here, but around the world. They in Brazil, they in England. Boris Johnson, take a good look at him. Boris Johnson is a slick, a slick fascist. Look at look at Le Pen in France. Go to Germany. Germany got the same. Australia. These people don't have no bounds to no land. Their goal is to destroy democracy like a James Bond villain. I'll be right back. And it's also in Israel. What the Israel government is doing to the Palestinians. Gaza is basically an open prison. Then they decide to bomb and then they make excuses. Now this is how you win the information war. Israel good at playing the game of the victim. Some rockets fly in to Tel Aviv. They're the victims. Three Israelis die. They're the victim. Retaliation. Bombs. Military. Occupation. Segregation. 4,000 Palestinians die. Women and children. Bomb homes. Ethnic cleansing. Our media owned by these rich fuckers play the game like Stephen Miller never existed or Kushner just was a good old Jewish boy who loved America Net- Netanyahu whatever the fuck they call this white nationalist over there Jewish nationalist excuse me made a deal with southern segregationists the Nazis, who's trying to overthrow our democracy, marched in Charlottesville, said Jews will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. I think a, a, a protester from Antifa had a Hyatt got murdered by one. Instead of passing laws to defend democracy, you have Southern governors and representatives and senators passing laws to destroy democracy. And they got big, they have plenty of money. The Heritage Foundation. You know what that means? The Southern Inheritance. They inherited from our ancestors sweat and blood and tears and, and sacrificing generation to generation. Fought a colonial, fought a colonial war, turns around and fought a civil war for freedom. And we still fighting that civil war. They're just doing it a little bit more stylish. So when you look at the president of Russia, sit there and say America's full of shit, he's right. America have been lying to itself for, time, for generations. We miseducating generations. Why we still have the problems of the past and the present? Because we haven't learned a goddamn thing. You know, I want to play this little segment. And it goes back to the civil rights movement when we was fighting for our voting rights. And there weren't no 
Southern Confederate Heritage Society trying to take our Southern rights away because they went to Harvard, Princeton, Yale, and and any white, you know, Harvard racist. That's what they are. Educated racists. Because why, why would you want to take some people's rights away? Unless you are a segregation racist. Think about it. Just think about it for one moment. Why would you want to take someone's rights away and disguise it as politics? Oh, the left is going too far. Oh, God, no. Joe Biden policies is a little bit too extreme. You know, and you know what what extreme is helping those who are true Americans? That's the problem. Racism. There was not a black face in sight anywhere. But the stories of the civil rights movement still resonate for us all. Segregation in the North was dynamic, it was real, ugly, violent. What you want is a nation to be upset when one of us was killed. Awakenings on Eyes on the Prize. Some of you got to keep your eyes on the prize. It's democracy. And what we're dealing with is money that they spend to destroy the prize. Unity. You know, we can fall into the trap one more time. Let Republicans get the House, get the Senate. Watch our democracy start dying like cancer, killing the body. And we can't do nothing about it because it's terminal. And that's what America has, a cancer. When you turn on Fox News, you listen to Newsmax, or you read the right-wing propaganda on Facebook and Twitter, or you believe that Grandma who vote Republican loves this country. You're feeding that virus that's going to destroy America. I'll be right back. We got to talk about Israel in the next segment, what they're really doing to the Palestinians, and our media need to do a better job of calling Israel out because Israel playing the game because you got to win the war in the information world. So what they're doing is they put that out there Rock is coming in. Israel must defend. I'll be right back. Fascism is global. The fascists here in America is working with the fascists in Israel. Now, a lot of you might get mad and say, oh, no, where he's going with this is bashing Israel. No, let's hold on for a second. Charlottesville was no accident. They're using the fascists in Israel to get their goal. And their goal is to make Israel a apartheid Jewish nationalist state. And for some reason, they think, these Bible thumpers, thinks that once Israel become Israel, complete, with no Palestinians, only Jews, that's when the end time thing going to start. That's how crazy these Christians are here in America. 
That's why they love going there, reacting all that biblical bullshit. And, you know, and giving Israel everything they want. Now, when I say a lot of you guys might get mad for what I'm saying, I'm not knocking my Jewish brothers and sisters who's fighting for what's right. We're talking about the fascists that has taken over the Israeli government. You know, these guys are hardliners. They don't care if they into the ethnic cleansing shit. The same thing that America's trying to get itself into. If Donald Trump would have got four more years, God knows we'd be probably worse than Israel. But we we were smart enough to try to, you know, save democracy. Israel is trying to save Israel from Netanyahu and the rest of those white nationalists over there. Oh, excuse me, Jewish nationalists. Because that's what's going on. And then, see, they have the game with the media by always talking about get out in front of the story and say, Hezbollah launching rockets. Some of you don't even know who Hezbollah is. And I know a lot of you don't even know who the PLO is. See, the PLO, the Palestine Liberation Front, was fighting for the rights of Palestinians when Israel had that six-day war with the neighboring countries and went into Palestine and Israel and took it over from, from um, well, the West Bank, took it from um, Palestine. Because in the biblical sense of stupidity, that God promised them a desert. So the hardliners decided to go over there and play hard. Because they weren't playing hard just with the Palestinians. They was playing hard with the British. That was British territory. You know, after Europe, after Hitler, excuse me, went on a rampage in Europe and killed Jews, six million of them that they're telling us, slaughtered millions of people, fashion did slip out. There was Jewish collaborators, just like there was Polish and whatever, French. Because, see, that's what's going on in America. It's all dropped into the melting pot. You have collaborators with fascism, and therefore they made a pact. That's why we have Kushner. That's why we have. That's why we have um, Swartz, whatever his name is, the lawyer. And the biggest one of it all was the one Stephen Miller that was sitting in the White House under Trump. His son-in-law went over there and made uh, not peace, but negotiate to get all the Golan Heights to Israel and fuck the Palestinians. And that's why America always said, well, Israel has a right to defend itself. That was a cop-out because you know Israel is wrong. The same ones who fought to create Israel, those leaders did not want what's going on today. They wanted to live with the Arab people. But they had the right to defend themselves. But then the radicals took over Israel, just like the radicals was trying to take over America. They had control, but they weren't radical yet. They was getting there. But four more years, we've been fucked, just like Israel. My Jewish, and, my Jewish sisters and brothers who fighting for unity and democracy, the hardliners, they don't want that. So they justify rockets hitting and killing a few Jews for them to take American weaponry 
and try to slaughter and evict Palestinians, citizens. You know, it's funny how the depressed has become the depressor. Just check this shit out. Israel and the Gaza Strip. Rockets continue to fly over Gaza this morning. Israeli forces and artillery remain in place at the Gaza border, moved in last night as Israel stepped up its assault. Overnight, Israel launched airstrikes toward what is what its military said were a series of underground tunnels and bases used by the militant group Hamas. More than 100 Palestinians have been killed in the violence, including dozens of children and eight Israelis. And we also want to give you an update on a young man whose situation is at the heart of the current escalation. On Tuesday, my colleague, Ayman Moyhedin, interviewed Mohammed Al-Kurd, whose Palestinian family is being forcibly removed from the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood in East Jerusalem. The Israeli occupation forces are not stingy in the level of um, force they use against unarmed civilians. What's happening to us in Sheikh Jarrah is ethnic cleansing. It was one of several interviews that he did with American media, speaking candidly about the forced displacement of Palestinians. And the next day, video posted to Twitter showed El-Kurd himself being forcibly removed from his neighborhood by Israeli, for- defense, Israeli Defense Force members who pushed aside a woman and aggressively shoved El-Kurd outside the metal barricade surrounding his community. On Twitter later, El-Kurd said that he was fine and unintimidated by the incident. And Mohammed El-Kurd, the young Palestinian man you just saw in those videos, joins me now alongside my friend Rula Jabril, who is a foreign policy analyst and visiting professor at the University of Miami. Um, and um, Mohammed, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. I first want to ask, what happened when you were marched out of your neighborhood and have you been able to return home? Hi, Joey. Thank you for having me. I believe what happened was a tactic of intimidation, but as I said on Twitter, I'm unintimidated. The Israeli authorities have historically detained, brutalized, and even assassinated Palestinian dissidents like Hassan Kenafani, like Dreen Tatur, which is what fascists do. But even more so, the Israeli occupation forces arbitrarily um, place Palestinians in administrative detention without trial, shoot to kill or disable. Just today, seven Palestinians were killed in the West Bank after they were shot in the upper body and the head by the Israeli terrorist forces shooting them. Um, the, yeah. And, and are you okay? Are you able to return home? I'm fine. I managed to get my way back home and I'll always find my way back home. Okay, well, that is good to hear. And Rula, can you just sort of give us a bigger picture explanation of what's happening here? Because these, what are being called evictions, it doesn't feel like it's the right word for it. What is happening in terms of the homes that people like uh, Mohammed Al-Kurd have um, in East Jerusalem? So Jewish supremacy is the main goal of Israel apartheid government. And I say the word apartheid because former Prime Minister of Israel, two of them, Uhud Almert, Uhud Barak, security uh, services, head of uh, the Mossad, and many others use this word saying, in absence of any political solution, we will be entering apartheid. We're already in a, we're already living uh, 
a project of ethno-religious exclusion and purity. This is what happened after years of Bibi Netanyahu incitement, weaponization of religion and weaponization of race, where it doesn't matter democracy for even Palestinians who live inside. What matter is their ethnicity, what matter is the race, the religion. And it's, it's basically this stage where the occupation is metastasized everywhere, not only in Gaza or the West Bank or East Jerusalem, but also inside uh, Israel. What you are seeing, Joy, is what we've seen here in America with this white supremacist with, uh, under Jim Crow, but also what you see. If you can see these images of um, somebody like Muhammad, who was a young man from uh, occupied East Jerusalem, the, the, taking from his home like this, expelled from his home, not because he, the, the home doesn't belong to him, because of who he is, because of his ethnicity. We know this phenomena very well. And the, the heartbreaking part is that we can connect this phenomenon to things that happened recently in American history. When you saw the mosques being gassed, where worshippers are gassed, or people marching in the streets, now, as we speak, in Haifa, in Akka, everywhere, saying, kill all the Palestinians, kill the Arabs, bomb them to oblivion. Uh, we have the right to kill them all. We've seen this force, whether in January 6th, we've seen uh, this kind of politics when they put kids in cages in the United States. We've seen this before. And the most heartbreaking thing, Joy, that the United States subsidize this ethno-nationalist project of exclusion and purity. We subsidize the atrocity that are taking place. And well, let, let me ask you this, because it, it feels like this is sort of the endless, never-ending conflict that, you know, I, I said yesterday uh, in, in the interview that we did yesterday that, you know, the, the resolution 242. Now, before I let that segment continue, Joy Reeves was getting some in her ear because the producers of that show didn't want to hear what they were saying because that was damaging to their belief that Israel is the perfect state and it's, it's always right to defend itself. But think about it for one moment. They went to his house after he did an interview and calling it out for what it is, they threw him out. They evicted him, and then they make excuses now and get in front of the media and say, well, we bombed al Ghazirug because there were some computers in there that was designing rockets. Media goes and regurgitate that lie. See, because Israel know the game. You ethnic cleanse, but you put out in the information world, you go information warfare. Always take control of the narrative. And that's what they're good for. That's that's 100%, especially here in America. So when you listen, it's always rockets, uh, Hezbollah launching rockets. Half of you don't even know who Hezbollah is, like I said earlier. Before all of this shit fell apart, Netanyahu uh, made a deal with Hezbollah and to take out the PLO. And when the leader of the PLO died, and when Begin, they, uh, Netanyahu assassinated, who was trying to make peace, the hardliners in Israel assassinated. And when I seen Netanyahu walks out off of, um, walks, excuse me, walked out of the White House away from Barack Obama, I knew right then and there was working with a Jewish nationalist that was going to do 
nothing going to stand in his way to make Israel a Jewish state. No two-state solution that they put out there on that bullshit. It doesn't take fucking 60 years to come up with an agreement to make peace in the Middle East unless you don't want peace. And like I said, Israel learned from the United States how to take land. That's how we became the United States. So what you were hearing is America. Those bombs that killing Palestinian women and children, destroying news stations and claiming there's underground tunnels, when you have the place surrounded like an outdoor prison, can nothing get in to Palestine unless it goes through Israel. Because you wouldn't hear that on corporate media. See how the game being played? What hurts me the most is listen to people who defend Israel. Leadership, not the Jewish people. Because there's some good Jewish people out there fighting right now as I speak against this fascist regime. But I'm talking about people like Stephen Miller and, and, and Kushner, who their family was fascist. If you look up their history, they was Nazi collaborators. And they said, well, Joe, no, Jews, yes. Just we got, we have Tim Scott on the black side. We have Clarence Thomas. People like that is the worst. They don't care about race. They don't see nothing. All they see is power. And that's what we're dealing with. See, a lot of us say, oh, well, how can a... You know, I, I got mad at Clarence Thomas and, 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 and Tim Scott and, and Ben Carson. But I realized that them guys benefited from affirmative action. And they have a, they, they have a stigma in their brain that they, they were smart enough to get what they wanted if we got rid of that separate, not equal thing. They really think in their minds that they would have made it under Jim Crow. How stupid are they? They hate themselves because they was felt second class when they was top of the class. So that's why they become stupid idiots now. Puppets of the puppet masters. You know, let me finish this segment and then um, I'm going to close out because um, me and Steve going to be hanging out on the next podcast talking about things and, and I'm trying to get back in since the mask thing is down now. But check the rest of this out. Because I want you guys to understand what we're up against. It dates back to 1967. There's been this talk of a two-state solution forever and ever and ever and ever. It, it doesn't feel like it's going that way. It, it just bigger picture, um, Rula. Is that dead? Are what we looking at now the continuation of this forever, meaning an occupation forever, and there never being a two-state solution? Is that dead as an idea? Where? Netanyahu killed it. He said uh, any peace deal with the Palestinians, not only he incited against the mandate that signed any kind of agreement or thought of any diplomatic agreement, incited against him, uh, Rabin, he was killed by a Jewish extremist. Today, these Jewish extremists are in parliament. They're legislating. Now we have this supremacist movement everywhere spreading. 
in the judiciary and everywhere. Not only it's dead, it's buried. The reality on the ground that we have a one-state reality. And what you are seeing is the consequence of a lack and absence of any political solution. Netanyahu doesn't want a political solution. Not only that, he wants not only to wage a war on democracy and, uh, and exterminate Palestinians, he wants to come back and tell Joe Biden, don't interfere in my business. But he's willing to come here and lobby Congress against any signature policy. And he's willing. And one of the things that we didn't pay attention to, the radicalization in Israel, it's actually coming here. The main newspaper editor-in-chief, yeah, uh, Israel Hayom, he was Bibi Netanyahu's somehow surrogate. Guess what? He was a January 6th insurrection. What happened there, the authoritarianism and the, the what uh, Muhammad called fascism, it's coming back here. So if we stand for democracy, it's not only in the United States. We need to uphold democracy everywhere. You heard it right there. So for those who aren't paying attention and think that we can go on with our lives and do our crazy shit and breathe fresh air that they contaminated a fucking year ago with a virus, we're dealing with a fascist problem. Something that World War II didn't fix. We took their scientists. We ignored the half-Jewish people who probably turned against their own people. We covered up genocides. And look what's going on. We ignored the truth. We miseducated. And we was taught to be blind. Mentally blind. Some of you guys need to take the red pill. Like in the metrics, when Morpheus told Neil, you have a choice. Take the green pill, stay in Alice Wonderland. Ignore the truth. Take the red pill, go down the rabbit hole see what's going on. The same shit that's in Israel is here. That's why they want Donald Trump. That's his, that's their flag. Mega. Trump, they put him back in the White House and destroy democracy. We're dealing with fascists over our television with their propaganda on disguised as news and what gets me the liberal networks on that part where Joy was finishing her producer was yelling at Joy in the segment in the segment because they don't want the truth to get out they don't want to criticize Israel because they don't want to criticize America Hey, you've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. There's a lot going on. Um, in the second part of this show, we're going to be talking, listening to more about Liz Cheney and how she played this game because she's really one confused woman. But one thing about her, she is a patriot. And maybe she can get educated coming over to the other side. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Hey, you guys, stay safe. Hey, we don't have to wear our masks outside in public places. You know how to wash your hands. I'll talk to you later.
the time. Destruction of minds, bodies, and human rights. Stripped of bloodlines, whipped and confined. This is the American pride. It's justifying a genocide, romanticizing the theft and bloodshed that made America the land of the free. To take a black life, land of the free, to bring a gun to a peaceful fight for civil rights. You are desensitized to pulling triggers on innocent lives because that's how we got here in the first place. These wounds sink deeper than the bullet your entitled hands could ever reach. Generations and generations of pain, fear, and anxiety. Equality is walking without intuition, saying the protector and the killer is wearing the same uniform. The revolution is not televised. Media perception is forced down the throats of closed minds, so it's lies in the headlines and generations of supremacy resulting in your ignorant, privileged eyes. can't breathe we can't breathe